1: your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day.
0: We're back with more food talk, this time diving deep into the restaurants at Walt Disney World Resorts. But first travel news, including a touch of fall in the Magic Kingdom, probable raptors arrive in Islands of Adventure, and Michigan's happy doomsday called Amusement Park and Baseball Complex. Put on your fat pants and grab a doggy bag. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Well, here we are again, two weeks in a row. You'd think I'd learn not to schedule an hour-long discussion of restaurants right before lunchtime. Apparently, I'm not just a glutton for some good, good eats, but a glutton for punishment too. Time to get going with the news. But first, I was wondering, what attraction at Walt Disney World would you like to turn into a restaurant, and what could a guest expect to experience at your fancy new eatery? I'll go first with my idea. With you think, while you think, okay, this solves a major issue in Animal Kingdom. It fixes the Navi River Journey. Oh, I'm turning it into a restaurant. The ride, the ride stays where it is. Okay. You, when you have a reservation, you go into the ride, you get on your boat, you go through the jungle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the end of the boat ride, you get off and it's a building kind of like a beer garden or in Mexico where you're oh. inside at night mm-hmm. in the building. Well, it's kind and- of like
2: Blue Bayou at Disneyland or the one that's in the Pirates ride in uh, Disneyland Paris.
0: Right, yeah. So the boat ride, because it's not That'll very long, is like an intro into the tribal feast, yeah. and they can have the they can have the drummers come over and do a little musical show. Maybe have animatronics or projection effects. It'd be amazing. That's
2: genius. I like that idea. Oh,
0: I
3: got lost in your story and forgot to be <laughs> thinking of what I was going to do. <laughs> I got I, one. I, I also choose Dan's idea. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs>
2: Of big thunder mountain so on a barbecue restaurant that is catered by the polite pig with mm-hmm. that's big thunder mountain themed good barbecue you,
0: you could
3: kid, call it big thunder you, ranch yeah. yeah yeah and you could have a petting zoo nearby
2: yeah yeah let's yeah. just i i actually never ate in that area at disneyland when it was back there was it any good no idea People else. To like it. I yeah. don't know. um disneyland paris has a similar theme back in that area um they have a, it's like a pot cowboy picnic style restaurant, it's picnic tables outdoors. And it's their version of barbecue. It's, mm. it's not really that great of food.
1: <laughs>
2: Where? One? Uh, it's in Disneyland Paris. It's back behind big Thunder Mountain and it's a cowboy Which? barbecue themed area. Yeah. Picnic tables and The the French version of 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 American (laughs) barbecue, so the food Mm. is not great. Yeah, but I like the theming of it.
3: The food's not great, but you can smoke at your table Mm because it's France. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about freedom. Yeah. Viva la. Yes.
0: Viva la cigarette.
2: And again, I will also put out there the that Star Wars. Galaxy's Edge needs a table service restaurant. Oh, and yeah,
3: that, that's, they that's my idea. That's Jeff. just <laughs> like Dan's, but you take the Millennium Falcon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yeah. Perfect.
2: And you could have the for a while when they were doing Star Wars weekends, they would turn. I think it was Backlot Express. They turned into a Star Wars character meal where they had the
3: yes the,
2: the musicians roaming and playing their their Cantina music and how about like uh, a
3: full dinner theater? Great. Uh, cantina,
2: mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, all right. We've put this idea out there to the Imagineers twice now.
3: I,
0: up, Bob. So I expect it within <laughs> yeah. the next two years. You get the Bobs on the phone, <laughs> make
2: it happen, Bobs.
3: Let's get I'm, this going.
2: I'm calling my BFF Josh tomorrow.
3: that's right i think he's my bff Uh, i think he would prefer to be my bff i
2: think maybe that's true (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna make it happen
0: perfect Uh, Let's get on to the news. Our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, the part of Jess will be played by... Dan this week um, yeah so walt disney world has announced a touch of fall coming to the magic kingdom this uh,
2: I, I love their little the, their little titles for the stuff
1: yeah. this year it's a, a taste, taste of this of, a touch yeah. of that
0: a taste
3: a touch <laughs> a hint it's, of fun yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so starting september 15th until october 31st autumn decor and other seasonal offerings will be uh, seen around the magic kingdom park Including a Halloween character cavalcade featuring Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and Pals in their Halloween costumes.
2: That's fun.
0: Yeah. Also exciting, or oh, you (laughs) you'll also see other characters roaming the park in characters. In you'll also see other characters around the park in costumes. Halloween costumes, guys. (laughs) Cool. Everybody (sighs) loves the Halloween.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> costume, a Halloween uh, sp- character, a what, a something yeah. fall. It's a, t- it's a it's a touch of fall.
3: Yeah, yeah, why don't they say Halloween? They're like pretending it's not happening this year. We yeah, just have orange maybe leaves. yeah, maybe
2: it's because they don't want to remind us about the canceled
3: parties. <laughs> I love those cavalcades, though. We saw a couple they of them again great. last week, and they're so cute. They're just a little quick little thing, and they don't. And everything doesn't have to stop for a full parade. Mm-hmm, no. exciting I love it it makes it feel more spontaneous too <gasps> speaking
0: of costumes this is very exciting uh, from the 15th to the 31st guests can wear costumes to the park uh, during all operating hours on these
3: dates and this includes adults hmm. this is
2: new and exciting
3: this used to only be available during parties that you paid 100 bucks for mm-hmm. so this is good now all the nerds can go and just have their regular park admission and wear a costume
2: that was always nerds, my favorite. I mean me. Yeah, that was always my favorite part of the Halloween party was just people watching and seeing everybody's costumes cuz they people did some elaborate
3: amazing stuff. Stuff. Yeah.
2: We saw a whole family of pirates one year and they didn't just dress as pirates, they had constructed a full pirate ship that they built around their kids stroller. It looked like it would be hideous to have to be pushing this thing but i i have to, yeah, to but admit that's on that, them. yeah they they had they got some uh, you know they got some great photos in the park with their with their uh pirate ship stroller and the kid you of also course also see the it, families like, from
3: Wisconsin that don't realize how hot it is in florida <laughs> oh,
2: yeah the full plastic
3: <laughs> yeah they're just costumes. melting cuz they're all wearing Boba Fett yeah. costumes or something <laughs>
0: It was a Chewbacca. couple of years ago, a couple of years ago when we had our convention there. And uh, it was when they started party, sorry, like end of August, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And there was a mom who made her child dress up as Stitch so that she could oh, be Lilo. But this was in the full Stitch, like onesie pajamas type oh, costume. No. He had his hood up, and he was wandering around the park at like two in the afternoon. It that was that kid probably uh,
2: weighed twenty pounds less when he
0: left uh, that day. Yeah, Yikes. so so wear breathable costumes, folks. Um, also, fall treats will be available, like the pumpkin spice waffle
3: sundae. Shut up.
2: That is really good, you guys. And then you scoff at pumpkin spice all you like. That waffle is
3: tasty. Is that at a uh...
2: Sleepy Hollow.
0: Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as always, uh exclusive Halloween merchandise will be uh available for purchase.
2: The Halloween merch is actually already out. We saw it this week while we were there, and there's, yeah, there's some super great super cute stuff. There was a
3: we may be giving some away. Yeah,
2: there was mm-hmm. a pumpkin that I really wanted to buy, but it was it was a ceramic pumpkin that with its mat like it was a jack-o'-lantern and its mouth was open like it was in a scream. And if you stood back far enough, you could see that the mouth was shaped like a bat. It was oh, su- cool.
3: super cute. And it was like it, had Mickey ears.
2: Yeah. and it, But it was ceramic and it was kind of big. So I couldn't figure out how I was going to get that thing in my suitcase. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were not going
0: to. <laughs> it
2: was not going to happen. I would have had to carry it on. So I didn't
0: do it. But... Support the U.S. Postal Service.
2: I know. I still kind of want it. It's cute.
0: <laughs> well, that's it for for a touch of fall magic, Heather. A tell us about uh, tell us how we can experience uh, everybody's favorite flight experience without leaving the you know, safety this of our thing home. Keeps
2: coming <laughs> up. People keep coming up with ways to experience the airport and flying without actually going. And this one. Why
3: don't they just go somewhere?
2: I am telling you, <laughs> this is a new app that they that uh, an app developer has. Uh, recently released called airplane mode (laughs) its tagline is the most realistic flight simulation ever created so if what you miss about traveling is being stuck on an airplane with crying babies while playing sudoku this is this is an app that you want to check out it's it's hilarious and i think i honestly think it's very deadpan and tongue-in-cheek i think they were meaning to be kind of funny with this thing but it, it it includes things like you can watch a movie and occasionally while you're watching the movie this yes the screen will freeze <laughs> and some some uh,
3: announcements this is your cool. on. On rigging.
2: yes um you can play you'll you'll find the typical uh in-flight sudoku and badminton and travel articles. There's a virtual seat back pocket airline
0: magazine. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yes. Hold on. Back up a second. Because what kind of crazy flights are you going on that you get to play badminton on? And why don't I get oh, to fly buys, on those
2: flights? I it, not badminton. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What? Yeah, that's a huge uh, airplane.
0: Backgammon. I meant that's to say go- <laughs> backgammon. <laughs> that's what goes on in first class, apparently. Yeah.
3: Man, the yeah. folks live behind a little curtain. They don't want people oh, seeing. you yeah, the folks are living the good life. Wow!
0: So I had
1: I- to interrupt my squash
3: game to. <laughs> Hear the announcement from the captain
2: in flight backgammon there okay. we go That's better <laughs> um it also has the in-flight safety video <laughs> if you would like to watch that other ways to kill time in this app include running rummaging through your carry-on bag where you may find some exciting personal belongings like a book a pen and headphones
1: <laughs> wow
2: you can track the imaginary uh flight path <laughs> Uh, You can browse through the menu of in-flight meal services and uh, not every time, but sometimes when you're enjoying airplane mode, there will be a crying baby.
0: Is there a way to simulate the back of your seat being kicked by a toddler? Oh,
2: I really hope so.
3: Yeah, or the deep vein thrombosis you get in your legs from a long yes. flight.
2: Uh, currently, there are two flights available. One is a six-hour flight from JFK to Reykjavik. Oh. And the other one is a shorter two-and-a-half-hour flight from New York to Halifax. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. It sounds super exciting. Yeah, okay, I'm
3: firing that up today. <laughs>
0: Just just what you're looking for after getting off an airplane. I wonder if
2: you could play that game while you're on the flight to nowhere out of Taipei on the Hello Kitty plane. <laughs> sort of an inception
3: I'm just level. I'm so confused at all like Pretend flight things. Like, I don't understand.
2: Yeah, you can just fly somewhere now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: Could you fly to SeaWorld? Oh. Ooh. Nice. I bet you could nice now. Nice You sure could, because good news, guys,
0: starting Saturday, uh, August 22nd. That was last Saturday. (laughs) Yeah. uh, SeaWorld is now open until 10 p.m. Fridays through Sundays. Wow. uh, True Labor Day weekend.
2: They're doing the opposite of what Walt Disney World is doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're staying open later.
3: Someone will come by. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Drop by after work. (laughs) Disney
2: World is closed. Let's go to SeaWorld.
0: That's actually a pretty Mm -hmm. good strategy. Uh, SeaWorld's Craft Beer Festival is expanding to Fridays from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m., beginning August 28th through September 20th.
2: So you can, after the Magic Kingdom closes, you can go to the Craft Beer Festival and ride some roller coasters. That's not a bad idea.
3: Drink, drink some brews drink and ride some, some beer coasters. and
2: jump on the Mako.
3: Yeah, <laughs> gross.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would make a mess all results, over myself. <laughs> results may vary.
0: <laughs> you might want to switch the order there. Yeah,
2: Mako <laughs> then beer. Okay. That's, yeah, that's fair.
0: <laughs> Speaking of switching up the order, I didn't put the links for the next thing in my notes. So Heather, why don't you tell us all about uh, this this crazy crazy concert?
2: Yeah, so concerts and going to movies are two of the things that I really miss the most. And I read about this on CNN Travel and it was an experiment that they're conducting in Germany. And basically they're That's trying to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to figure out how to adjust the concert going experience to our current reality of a pandemic which you know is not it's not just going to disappear quickly as we have figured out so basically what they did was they staged a 1500 person indoor concert and they gave everybody fluorescent hand sanitizer gel so not only was it killing the germs but it left behind a residue and then that way they could after this concert was over they could see what are the spots that were most touched Oh. Um, and they also gave everybody contact trackers. They wore these little um, black boxes that were a transmitter. And then they followed the the patterns of where everybody went during this concert. So it was and a big, they gave big,
3: everybody COVID.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does say that uh, this, the, they, th- this experiment was conducted in Leipzig. And apparently it's a region of Germany that has almost no. Uh, community spread right now
1: until,
0: um, until yeah. after this concept.
2: Um everybody was was required to wear masks um so there's that part they don't expect it to be Too much of I don't know, you know, there could be some some outbreaks that happen as a result of this. But they had a lot of things that went into it to try and prevent that. They they tested everybody who participated three times before it happened. So they they tested them a week before, then several days before and then 40 out 48 hours before to try and confirm that nobody who was invited to attend had it, there still is a risk, but they considered it to be pretty low risk. And then they also made everybody wear masks. Uh, And they're planning to do this a few different times, just so, so this first one was traditional concert experience. Every seat was filled, everyone was allowed to go, you know, freely move about. Uh, The next phase of it is they're gonna analyze the data from that first one and make some adjustments maybe some physical distancing, things like that, have another concert and again, track where was the, where were the, what were the patterns like? And then they're going to do a third one that has even more um, precautions thrown in there. Fewer people allowed in the seats and that kind of thing. Um, The whole idea is that they're trying to figure out how we can go back to having these kinds of live events until... Uh, the coronavirus vaccine is wi- more widely available. Um, basically, they said this kind of thing could happen again, and we don't want to have to completely halt all of life. So, we're trying to research and figure out ways that we can keep doing this sort of thing when stuff like this happens. So, I just thought it was kind of cool. I didn't, it never occurred to me that someone would conduct that kind of experiment and try to figure out how we do this stuff how you can they still have people a rock to concert. follow
3: the dang
0: rules too yeah. there's
2: that too yeah
0: it's it sounds like they were a lot better prepared than
3: uh, smash mouth at the buffalo chip and sturgis was <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they yes. were just literally like making fun of masks and we're not wearing masks here that's just ugh. like honestly mm-hmm. if you're a big smash mouth fan you deserve to die anyway <laughs> hey no <laughs> They're
1: all stars.
0: Oh boy! Uh, Well, guys, um, construction continues on the unnamed. That means the Velociraptor new coaster (laughs) at Jurassic Park in Universal Islands of Adventure. Dark ride. Uh, Recently, uh, some strange bipedal lizard-like forms wrapped in plastic were moved in by Crane into the construction site. Ah, Uh, so it's
2: a lizard mummy ride.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's no confirmation Ah, of what what
3: species of lizards these were. I but, saw the uh,
2: pictures of these things. It was clearly a clearly velociraptor.
3: <laughs> or yeah. a very small Tyrannosaurus rex.
2: Yes, that yeah.
3: could be. You're right. <laughs> it, it was raptorish. They, it replaced, was a raptor.
0: they replaced the winged raptors that they evicted from the top of the loop, uh, replaced them with some lizardy raptors instead. Did you see that? They had, what was it, some sort of eagle-like bird has built a nest on top of the on oh, no. uh, top of the loop and so they they kicked them oh, out yeah, and I they did
2: see a. a
1: and a, they wrapped the top of the, the tracks with that.
0: plastic wraps to keep them from building a new nest up there. <laughs> Uh, But I also like uh, if y'all ever looked at Universal's Twitter account, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're pretty good on the snark. And a couple of hours after the photos of the lizards were shared, they just tweeted, guys, if we told you not to look up, would you even listen? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they do that. They're not fooling anyone. Well, yeah, and, and, and their Twitter account is acknowledging that they're not
2: doing their, anybody. They do a great <laughs> job with social media. I love the companies that just embrace it and are snarky and funny. <laughs> yeah. Like Wendy's. Like Wendy's is the best.
0: Uh, speaking of some awful social medias, Heather's got a story about uh, what Instagram has decided is the worst attraction in every state.
2: Yeah. And I, I take umbrage with many of these. <laughs> it was a, it was a, an Instagram account that it was pretty unscientific. I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> just
3: one dude's opinion. It
2: was, it's basically, he says that he, he combed through Instagram posts to uh, find out what are the most hated attractions in every state. And I really think it was just he and his friends on doing shots because first of all, <laughs> He says the worst attraction in Ohio is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who thinks that that's a terrible attraction? I mean, come on.
0: There's there's more cool people. There's worse attractions. I mean, guys, I've been to the world's largest washboard
3: in Ohio. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we need to temper. our. Well, uh,
2: Here's <laughs> I'll, I'll give us the ones that are in our state. So we're we just
3: glancing over the Dan purposefully went to the world's largest washboard. <laughs>
2: on his bucket list to see every Ugh. state's world's largest world's weird roadside road yeah, attraction
0: that's the same that's the same trip that i drove past that giant basket office building that we talked about this oh, big yes. Hotel. yeah so don't don't be surprised
2: <laughs> yeah so the title of this article is cue the angry twitter mobs because mm. he, he put out a, a map of the united states and then he says these are the worst attractions in every state For Michigan, he says it's the mystery spot.
0: We've talked about this. Screw that guy. The mystery spot is wonderful, and I want to open my own mystery spot. That guy
3: can suck it. Yeah, and in my home state of Alabama, he said Helen Keller's birthplace. I wasn't even with. aware that was a thing because I've never heard or seen or talked about it. I
2: know. For Tennessee, Neither he has she. Says, yeah. There it is. <laughs>
1: Ouch.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. No I one has seen Ellen up, Keller's birthday. birthplace uh, are getting good at For this. Tennessee, he says it's Graceland?
0: Again. Come on, man. The, the, guy's, a, the guy's a jerk.
2: Florida, Disney, and he just says Disney, Disney. not Walt Disney Disney World, just Disney. Now, some of these I would have to agree with. Maybe even Um,
3: Disney's character warehouse at the outlet mall. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, Myrtle Beach
0: is kind of gross.
2: I'd have to Uh, agree uh, with that. The
3: whole of Myrtle Beach. Yeah,
2: all of it. (laughs)
0: Come on. Uh, stone mountain can probably just be blasted off the face of the yeah.
2: mountain. Yeah. Well, they're going to yeah, replace they're...
3: it with Trump's face.
2: Uh, Kentucky. It's the, the, the arc. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll agree with that one. <laughs> the arc experience.
3: Actually, I think it's, isn't it closing or did close? I don't, I don't know. Oh, no. That was the creation museum. One of those. Yeah. Of
2: for Arizona. They, he says the Grand Canyon.
3: I know. What? Come yeah. on. <laughs> a big hole in the ground. What? Come
0: on. <laughs> it's boring. you seen, it, seen one big hole. You've seen them all. Um, Tell me. Uh, yeah. And like for Nevada... It, it's Route 66. Is it? it's there's lots of problems with that. Yeah. It's just a road. It's a road. Yeah. It's a and, road. I need to be more specific. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood is in all of California. The worst, the worst attraction, attraction is, is Hollywood. What? Just all of Hollywood. All of it. Um, I will say that have have either of you guys been to the Mitchell Corn Palace in South Dakota?
2: No, I've never even heard of this. It sounds terrible, though. <laughs> all
0: right. It's a civic auditorium that every year they decorate the outside with corn, like actual right. corn. They they make murals like like uh, oh, yes, uh, I've seen uh, that. mosaics, but it's all with kernels of corn and ears of corn that they arrange into uh, these giant mosaics. And it's inside, but it's it's literally like the size of a of a maybe a college basketball stadium inside, <laughs> and they ho- hold flea markets and and basketball games and stuff like that. <laughs> it's, it's a little disappointing.
2: Colorado uh, is one we have talked about. Casa Bonita.
0: Yeah. 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 How can Casa Bonita be bad? I don't also, know. It's uh, so, cliff um, diving and crappy Mexican food. What's not to like? <laughs> right. I love every single word you just All said. Of it. <laughs> um, I also like, uh, I mean, the, the crater of diamonds. How can that be a bad uh
2: Yeah, especially if you find a big diamond while you're there. Yeah. uh Bourbon Street in Louisiana? What? I feel like he just (laughs) went and...
0: All of Bourbon Street. All
2: of Bourbon Street. I feel like he just went and looked at what are the the most often Instagrammed places and decided Mm -hmm. to say, these are
3: awful. I got to tell you, there's no way Helen Keller's birthplace is the most Instagrammed (laughs) place in Alabama.
0: I, I, have, I have two rare. more comments to make a for Hawaii and Alaska. He chose Waikiki in the North pole. What? We talked about an attraction in Alaska last <laughs> week. That's much worse it's than the other thing that I, I wanted to uh, point out is what's, is that, it's not Wyoming. What's, what's the state that's North of Wyoming uh, in between North Dakota and Idaho.
2: The one that he says the intergalactic space porch is the worst no, attraction? North of that,
0: the $50,000 silver, 50000 silver dollar bar, the blue state. Look, look at the west side of that state going into Idaho. And it's just a big face. Mm. It looks like kind of a oh, Richard yeah. Nixony kind of silhouette. And I just can't stop seeing that now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this, is, this is riveting audio. It for anybody really, is, this is, it great really is. Audio only. <laughs> just imagine that something looks like a face. Yeah, just imagine. Uh, and that we're all geographically challenged.
0: <laughs> okay, well.
2: <laughs> In any case, this dude, his name is Matt Shirley. You can check out his... Instagram and leave him a a comment about how you don't agree with his stupid
3: post. Yeah, tell him how wrong he is, please. (laughs) He'll be hearing from me. (laughs) And Helen Keller's lawyer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I think I want to go visit some of these places now that he's pointed them out. Maybe not Helen Keller's birthplace.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's kind of made a new bucket list for me.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: the crappiest of Disney. Yeah, one of them is on. the
2: biggest ball of twine, you know. And that's right below Car Hinge. Dan, you could you uh, could knock ooh. off two of them.
0: Ooh, those sounds good. Weird Al sang a song about the biggest ball of twine in the world. Yeah.
2: Sure, Surely yeah.
0: Walt
3: Gator World is worse than Disney.
2: Thank you. How did that miss this, this attraction or the Holy Land experience? Mm hmm. Although I think that also closed, didn't it?
3: Although we went to a so. gift shop the other day that gave oh, man Disney World a run for its money, it was it's very elaborate.
2: Gift shop. Yep. And the outside of the building has a giant statue of a wizard.
3: It is a wizard. It you walk is, in yeah, the between whole, his the arms. Whole
2: store. Yeah, and then when you're inside, there's a huge castle in the middle. It was mm-hmm. great, and, and you can buy very very cheap <laughs> Disney merch gifts you've ever seen in your
3: life.
0: Yeah. Look, guys, I like I like Walt Disney World, but I need more of those places in my life. Hey, let more. me
2: tell you, <laughs> next, next, the, the next well, month you when we're at Keycon, I'm driving you over to Kissimmee. <laughs> this one stretch of uh, the Osceola Parkway has all of that and more. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. It looks like Myrtle Beach. It really does, except yeah. without the beach and yeah. not so many rednecks. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> Well, I'm going to do my my best to uh, fill Jess's shoes when it comes to telling you about some weird.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'll put some 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 odor eaters in there first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Filling with
0: pudding. That'll show him. Uh, (laughs) uh, I've got I've got a weird amusement park, uh, historic amusement park to tell you guys about. Heather, have you ever been to Benton Harbor, Michigan?
2: I sure have.
0: Have you ever heard of the House of David? No. (laughs) Oh, boy, you guys are in for a treat. Buckle up. We
2: drive past Benton Harbor every time we go to Chicago.
0: Yeah. Well, uh... Back at the turn of the last century, in the early 1900s, there was a uh, doomsday cult called the house, the Israelite House of David, oh. um, founded by uh, a guy who thought that he was the seventh prophet uh, who was foretold in <laughs> foretold in the Book of Revelation, and that the a end times would of, be coming a lot soon. A
2: good doomsday cult, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, so he, uh, he he got his followers to give over all of their worldly possessions to him. Um, and also pledged to live a life of celibacy and moved to his uh, commune in beautiful Benton Harbor, Michigan, which is a... <laughs> it is not beautiful. <laughs> <Which> is a... <laughs> that's the one that's right next to Michigan City, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's seen better days. It used to be beautiful Benton Harbor, Michigan, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there on Lake Michigan near Indiana. Until the cult's
3: ruined no it. No <laughs> one has
0: ever called it beautiful Benton Harbor. <laughs> yeah. Um, well... No, no, they haven't. So they started up this commune and, uh, he started out giving out jobs to all the people to keep everybody busy. And, and they, while they an waited
2: for doomsday.
0: Yeah. And, and this was, this is one of the more friendly doomsday, uh, <laughs> parks out there. They invited, they invited the outside world in to see their, uh, to see what they had going on and to make money. And so they ran a zoo an aviary. They had a small amusement park. That was kind of more like early. I'm going to share my screen right here. Kind of like early uh, amusement parks are kind of like pleasure gardens or like at uh, um, Central Park where it's mostly just a park. And they might have some pubic hair. Oh, oh, yuck. <laughs> Jeff, way to take something wholesome uh, and. <laughs> doomsday Park is wholesome. <laughs> yeah. They, uh. uh Eden so they, Springs, formerly
2: yeah. the house of David. Huh.
0: Yeah. So they had, they had some steam trains. And in the 1950s, these miniature steam trains, let me find a good picture a of,
3: of the tra- Doomsday at oh. all. No, well,
0: no, because they wanted you to visit, um, before they, they lured get... you into the Kool Aid. <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs>
0: yeah. They had these tiny little midget automobiles that they would let kids drive around a dirt track. They they're called little person automobiles. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, don't look at the Whoa. picture yet. <laughs> That's coming up. That's coming up in the story. <laughs> Pretend you didn't see that. Um, where's the trains? Oh, yeah. So they've got all these cool little trains and they're cool really trains, detailed yeah, steam cool engines, trains. right? In the 1950s, Walt Disney visited this park and bought one of their engines and brought it back what? to California. What? Yeah, Walt Disney, Walt Disney around Disney his, bought uh, a
2: train from the doomsday guy?
0: Yeah. Apparently these guys <laughs> built these trains and they built this park. Uh, yeah, so, they do
2: look like the little trains you've seen pictures of Walt riding his little train in his backyard. Yeah. They look just like those.
0: Yep. So they had, they had, um, they had the trains and the cars were the main rides that they had in their amusement park. They also had uh, supposedly a roller coaster, but I haven't been able to find any pictures of that. Uh, they had pony rides.
2: Who doesn't love a good pony ride?
0: Uh, and you oh, might notice that these pictures go from very long ago to relatively recent. This amusement park operated until 1974. Like 70s, yeah. they, let's see what else. They also had a, um, they had a bowling alley and billiard hall. Where you could mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. go bowling, and they had an amphitheater where they would have bands come in. They actually had several jazz bands, orchestras, and uh, brass bands because, like I said, they had to give everybody jobs in the commune, and they had over a thousand people at one time. So they were just assigned people. Okay, you're going to be in this band, and that's going to be your job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great
0: band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um. So where was I going with this? Yeah. Uh. They, but their their biggest. Their biggest thing that they were known for outside of the amusement park was baseball. They had a baseball team and back in the early 1910s, they would travel and they were hugely they were they were really good apparently. Um part of the
3: Babe Ruth level good?
0: Well, we're getting there. They um I forgot to, I think I mentioned they took a, they took a vow of celibacy yes. and the founder decided that he had a lot of single young men in their twenties who had a oh. lot of energy that they needed to redirect somewhere. So he would assign them to the baseball team. And also these people, uh, they, uh, part of their beliefs, they would grow out their hair and beards. So that's what their oh. baseball team generally looked like. <laughs> very, very <laughs> scraggly. in is, the world.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And How do you play of, baseball with hair all the way down to your butt?
0: I don't know, but yeah. it was they apparently were good at it. And part of what they would do as a gimmick to get people to come watch their team play is he would he would sign big name players uh, to short term contracts to play a couple of games with them here and there. Uh, so I don't know if you ever heard of Satchel Paige, but mm-hmm. he was sure, yeah. The considered the greatest pitcher from the Negro Leagues. He played with them for a couple of games. And they also signed a guy you may have heard of named Babe Ruth to play with them, complete with a false beard that they need him wear. So he'd fit in with the team.
2: He really did this?
0: Uh-huh, that yeah. is hilarious. He came, he came up to Benton Harbor, Michigan, and played with the House of David baseball How team. How
2: much did they pay him? My goodness. I,
0: I couldn't find that. But uh, to get the glue off his
3: face. They yeah. have to pay
0: him a good bid. <laughs> um, so huh. in in the 1920s, unfortunately, the group uh, disbanded. There was a huge uh, scandal, believe it or not. There was a sex scandal where the oh, leader was... Shocking. a cult? Uh, yeah was accused of having relations with uh minor aged girls. After
2: telling everyone else to be celibate
0: yes yeah, uh, so they so they I'm split so into surprised a couple by of that.
2: <laughs> they said split no into a couple of
0: factions uh, the one of the groups continued to operate the parks like I said through 1970s uh there's still approximately six or eight of them left living there in the compound and huh. a group of railroad enthusiasts has purchased the park and is working on restoring it to its former glory. And you can go right now. And for $3, you can ride on one of their trains on Saturdays. They run yeah, Saturday and they'll give you a tour of their little railroad museum that they have Uh, for you on Saturdays. You can ride the electric diesel train. And on Sundays they fire up the steam engine.
2: What I'm noticing from all of these weird theme parks is basically anyone who wants to can have their own theme park.
3: I you think we need should land and money
2: yeah I think we should start working on ours yeah
0: no, you I don't even either. need that much money <laughs> have you ever seen have you seen videos on YouTube of those guys who build roller coasters in their backyard yes yeah. I have <laughs> so it just takes a little chicken wire and, and ingenuity it just needs some
2: imagination
0: yep and gumption
2: <laughs>
0: yep alright well stick around because after the commercial break we're continuing our Walt Disney World food tour with a look at all the best eats at the resort hotels mm, yummy When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. We're sitting in the lobby of the Plaza Hotel in New York City bellhops are bustling around taking guest luggage to the elevators. Tim Curry is pacing the floor, making sure that the hotel is operating like a well-oiled machine, and some kid who looks like Macaulay Culkin just came in and smooth-talked his way into booking a Central Park suite with a stolen credit card. This place might be the fanciest hotel I've ever been in, but something they don't have is over 60 different restaurants where I can stuff my face with an unimaginable variety of food. For that, we're going to have to head back to Walt Disney World. Let's start out at the Humble Value
3: Hotels. What can we say about uh, the whole Value Hotels? Courts. They do they have do, food courts. They do. <laughs> I, will, I will say each value hotel has a lovely pool bar where I've spent many a day. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the food courts, I mean, they aren't fancy by any stretch, but they do always have a great variety. They're different little stations with uh, like sandwichy, salad stuff over here, Italian stuff over here.
0: You can
2: always get Mickey waffles, waffles for breakfast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They get the job done. Uh Art of animation's got a a really good menu
3: or at least it did last time I stayed they there. Do, they wide. do. have Favorite a great menu. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think it's very similar to Pop Century but just because it's newer it's a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or when I it was open it was.
2: Pop Century has a, a cheesecake that is sought after far and wide. I've known people that just go pop into Pop Century just to have the tie dye
3: cheesecake. tie dye cheesecake, which I think is Done on one of those spin art machines. They make the cheesecake and then oh, spin cool. it and drop food coloring into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Yeah. So, um, so, tastes there's... like cheesecake. They also have a uh, ice cream scoop shop in there too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: yeah, I know that people do the same thing. Pop by um all Star Movies has a, a pretty famous secret menu where you can get fancy stuff. I don't know what's oh, on it. I've never yes. been there. Um, the car. Good. If I was better prepared, for. <laughs> <laughs> if I was better prepared, I would have looked up their secret menu items. Yeah,
3: um, I was not aware also, of that.
0: It's a good secret. Yeah. Um, All Star
3: Movies. Did Helen Keller tell you about
2: it? Menu. You can always find the 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 fanciest of cupcakes at the Valley Resorts. They they tend to roll those out. In those places, because are, themed people love and, them, yes, and people love them for the the insta photos of their fancy, cheap, fancy cupcakes. Yeah.
3: Our professor has uh, mm-hmm. been known to shoot some photos of the wildly yes. colorful. Usually, lots of food have, coloring happening in those.
2: Yes, lots of food coloring and six inches of icing on top. <laughs> no, of all those cupcakes.
0: Uh, this is the most up to date menu, but apparently, you could get uh, poutine. With oh um, really, poutine mm. at the at the um, movies secret oh, menu also so also a bacon mac and cheese dog yes oh. please and a cinnamon bun burger what what uh, yeah a, a, <laughs> a, a cinnamon roll cinnamon roll cut in half with the burger in the middle um,
2: mm.
3: my a heart candy would think bacon me not it. to have that
2: I don't know about that
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, candied
2: candied bacon is okay but. On a cinnamon I would roll. I that. I've oh, had no.
3: a donut bun burger. Oh, I recently was it had a burger that was two grilled cheese sandwiches with a burger and full burger in between them. Um, yum. It was too much. I do love. Lot.
1: I That's do a love <laughs> a a
3: sort of cheese a on sweet. the burger. I forgot that part.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> I do have sort of a sweet and savory combo, like a. Uh, McGriddle at McDonald's where they have a yeah. expo- mm. maple flavored fake maple
3: uh,
0: bun. bun. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Chicken, <laughs> and
2: sausage. Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles is delightful. Yeah. No.
3: My downside uh, no. to the food court style dining at those things is it's one central checkout or at least in the pre-pandemic times, one central checkout area and five different or six different little stations. So everybody's got a Mom and dad over here, junior over here, whatever. Everybody's going to different things oh, and then you yeah. all have to figure out how to get back through the thing together. I kind of wish they'd come up with a one price thing or something to pay when you get in. A and better way to do
2: that would be, you know, um, where they you do your order and then they come and try that you have some kind of tracker at your table and they come and deliver it to you. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Universal has been doing in their quick service restaurants is that you just they you sit down and you mobile order through the app and they bring it to you. That's how the You never quick have service to go stand in that line.
3: Con- contemporary hotel as well. Mm-hmm. They bring There's it actually
2: quite a few of uh, quick service places in resorts that are on my list of favorites. My number one is at the new Riviera Resort. It's called the Primo Piata.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: fancy italian name and they serve some really great food
3: there which means the premium patata. <laughs> <laughs> this has been That's right.
2: This has been Italian with the Gold Key I... Adventure Society. My favorite thing there actually it's my favorite breakfast at any quick service on property and they serve a uh, Scrambled eggs with a side of mascarpone polenta, and it's mm. divine. I love it so, so much. I will eat it for breakfast every day that I'm at that resort. They also have um, lemon blueberry pancakes. That's
0: that oh, yeah. jam. I'm a sucker for anything that combines lemon and blueberry.
3: I can't get enough there of that go. combination. some
2: mascarpone cheese on it, too.
3: And that goes against my I don't like blueberry things, because that's good. I like blueberry yeah, yeah. and baked goods. I don't like pie. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're They wrong. have some I great things <laughs> for lunch and dinner Stand there, by too. me ruined me on blueberry pie.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
3: <laughs>
2: that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I
3: guess uh, we have, still be friends. They
2: have some great lunch and dinner things, too. There. It's not your typical quick service Burgers and fries kind of thing there. It's the you know, it's kind of a Mediterranean flair. They have some good flatbreads.
3: I love um, the quick service at the um Animal Kingdom Lodge too. Oh, yeah, little the Mara. more African flair on on mm-hmm. what they're it's still, you know, basic counter service stuff, but they have the good like Portuguese sausage and those kinds of things and some of the more African-y stuff, just a little bit more variety than your typical Mickey waffle, which they also have that too. Mm -hmm. What is that place called? And it's nice
2: when they combine that with uh, the Mara. The Mara. M A M A R A,
3: Which is African for food court.
2: Yes, that's correct. It's (laughs) Swahili for food court.
3: That's right. This has been Swahili. (laughs) We're learning so much
2: this week.
0: I really like this new huh. feature yeah. that we've got going on.
2: <laughs> the Polynesian has a lot of great quick service.
3: Yes, including a, lot of a sushi period. bar.
2: They do. They have yeah, some I've of never my favorite.
3: Just the little sushi bar. Uh, Kona
2: Island sushi bar. Mm-hmm. In the morning, they have uh, some quick breakfast items, including a hot ham and cheese croissant.
1: And that mm, little bar. It's really good
2: like, and they serve Kona coffee so you can get a little,
0: that a little s- breakfast
2: Sammy and some Kona coffee Captain Cook's is really good there
0: oh man yeah, I was good. just yeah I was just trying to look at their menu because it's been a while since I've been to that
3: one have and if they still the nachos have
2: nachos
0: there
3: no. Jeff,
2: do you remember those nachos?
3: I remember they were good. I don't remember what they were.
2: They're so do instead of tortilla me? instead of tortilla chips, it's potato it's kettle cooked potato chips. Oh yes. And then it's topped with pulled pork
3: mm, mm-hmm, and pineapple mm-hmm. salsa. Yeah, that's that sweet Kalua pork they do on several different mm-hmm. things there is so good. So uh, yummy. Uh, the pineapple uh, lanai is my jam just outside oh. of there where you get all your frozen dole whippy treats. Various pineappled items. And you can never get enough Dole Whip around Disney. Never. It's so Dance, rare.
2: It's Dan's favorite snack. Uh,
3: I, I did finally do that. Uh, the lime one, the Peter Pan treat. What did you think? It was good. I it was, thought it was good. I thought it tasted like yeah, Pine Sol. It,
2: I did not. That was Aaron.
0: <laughs> it's really refreshing. It's a nice change it, yeah. from... Yeah, I liked it a lot.
2: Aaron thought it was too much lime.
0: <laughs> yeah. What is... Guys, why, why, are why are you friends with her? <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> just every opinion is... Yeah. Wrong. What I love about wrong. Walt Disney World
2: and restaurants at the resorts is that you have everything from super, super high-end to really inaccessible food court.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: The high-end stuff, some of that is my favorite places to eat anywhere. <laughs>
3: What about the, you're the only one of us that's been to the highest of the high end the
2: highest of the high uh, victorian albert's.
3: Victoria alberts which i can't even afford to walk by and smell the place <laughs> no they won't they let escort me, in. me from the building <laughs> yeah
2: well, that's It's
3: then, in the Grand Floridian across from Citrico's, which I can yes. go to. <laughs>
2: and there is a dress code, so that probably also would keep you, you wouldn't want. Yeah, I'm you, not you interested. There to, are two you things that keep me out
3: of Victorian <laughs> Alberts. One is the dress code. You have to wear a, a coat, which mm-hmm. I'm in Florida. I'm not yeah, wearing a suit. Coat. And the other one is there's a harpist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so nothing says yes. pretentious more than a harpist. Yeah.
2: The food is really pretty spectacular. It's one of those kinds of experiences where you don't order. The menu is the menu Mm. and it's like 15 course menu, something crazy like that.
3: It's all like a tasting menu. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it is super high end. You come in and the menu has been personalized with your name on it. Oh. And you take it with you and you leave. And that's, that's how you see What you're going to eat. You don't know until you get there. And they they pre-print the menu with your name on it. And yes, there is a harpist.
0: (laughs) And if you want to be extra fancy, you pay a whole bunch extra and you get to sit back in the kitchen, right? This Mm -hmm. is
2: true. And that always confuses me.
0: Yeah, me too. Because it sounds very uncomfortable. (laughs) Do you want it to be louder?
3: Sit back here. It's
2: louder. You're in the middle of the kitchen while you're wearing your suit. Presumably it's very dress. warm
3: with all those oh, yeah. stoves and boilers. Because I love logistics and seeing mm-hmm. how everything works. I do works. like
2: watching them cook and things like that, but I just don't want to do that while wearing a velvet dress. <laughs>
3: right? Do ladies have to wear velvet? No, <laughs> you just yeah. have to wear,
2: you have to dress up. Yeah. The, and I, the, some of the things that I had there, I never thought that I would like, and it was all very good. I tried oysters there, didn't think I would like. They were wonderful. Mm-hmm. The food is very, very good. I will say that.
3: I'm sure it's um, amazing. I, I, yeah, I, I, I love good food. I hate good food pomp and circumstance. I hate that <laughs> stuff. I don't want to dress up. I, it's not fun to be fancy to me. I don't want to harpist. I don't need my name engraved in the <laughs> table when I, It's just all that is.
2: They dude, did have the just fanciest coffee maker I've ever the seen. Uh, it was some kind of contraption that looked like an hourglass they pour bo- boiling water into mm. and then some magic happens and it turns into coffee
3: that was a meth pipe
2: <laughs> i took a video of it it was very cool it was good but there's a ton of, of really nice high-end restaurants at walt disney world that you you know you can stroll in and your...
3: the resorts is where mm-hmm. they all are you I can stroll yachtsmen. in in your park gear I can wear my shorts in the Yachtsman mm-hmm. Steakhouse and it's amazing. They have oh. all the aged the aging room where you can the see all the cuts of beef and everything that are hanging in there aged and you can watch the butcher do his thing. They've got a pass through window to the bar next door, so while you wait for your table you can see the butcher in there playing with his meat. Yes. <laughs> you know, oh wait, that's so a that's different part. kind of a people. <laughs>
2: But they do. If you're looking for the best steak on property, I would argue that Yachtsman is better than La Cellier. Yes. I That's
3: love Yachtsman.
2: That's what the world seems to Both Yachtsman. are great and both yes. have
3: similar vibes. I'd like mm-hmm. Yachtsman a little bit better.
2: We shared a steak at Yachtsman once that was the
3: size of... The bicycle of, seat? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was the... Um, what was it? The, what is that cut? It was. It's the filet and the
1: and T-bone the, all yeah. together.
3: I uh, por- forget what porter house? A Yeah, porter the porterhouse house for yes. two. So it's like an even bigger porterhouse. And they bring it so out and it's sh- still sizzling and amazing. And then the guy slices it all up for you and separates it into, you know, least done to most done. And, mm. and then it's all covered in that delicious butter the least uh, done. and garlic.
2: He can have the most done.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. And by I, most done, is still only like medium.
2: I also like what they do there. They take a clove of garlic and cut it in half. And then stick it in the oven, and they bring it out to you with your bread. So it's it melts onto your piece yeah. Of I bread. didn't know
3: that before. Then I, I cooked never my knew whole life professionally, thing. and garlic just turns to a multiple spread when it's. It hot
2: turns hot in stuff. like hmm. to co- the consistency of butter. Ah, oh, it's so yummy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Meat.
2: Once again, we're talking about food before so lunchtime. Guys. What
1: oh, is hungry. wrong with us? Yeah,
3: California Grill. We ate at just oh. last week uh, for part of my birthday extravaganza, and mm-hmm. it's it's another higher end one, uh, more varied menu than Yachtsman. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: at the top at of the contemporary, of the so contemporary, the view is great. So
3: beautiful view, and when they're running fireworks in the before and hopefully after times, you <laughs> yes. they dim the lights and you can it's see it, or you can step times. outside on the rooftop uh terrace there to watch them the food there is amazing the service mm-hmm. is always impeccable and they All have sushi
2: kinda... there which i love
3: mm-hmm. full which sushi it's... bar and some... <laughs> it's
2: kind of an interesting combination of things on their menu right now they have a bison steak
3: which mm-hmm. is quite delicious mm-hmm.
2: has bison. anyone ever eaten a buffalo
0: i have i, have, I, have I, I like had. it i have a bison burger not
3: steaks mm-hmm.
2: And I've heard that bison is a, a little less fatty and better for you than cow. I don't know.
3: Mm-hmm. It's lean. It's, it doesn't have tasty. any sort of different like gaminess to it or anything. Mm-mm. It's no, it's, it's very lean and good meat. I, what did I have? Scallops. I can't remember what I had oh, last <laughs> week. <yeah>, <laughs> I always tend to go for seafood in high-end restaurants because I don't, I don't really do seafood at home. And so I always try yeah, to I lean towards seafood I lo- when I go, I, love I can to cook eat a steak, seafood. But I don't do yeah. a lot of seafood. I know. No. I love
2: to eat seafood, but I'm scared to cook it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it stinks up the house, too. Yes.
2: I've cooked shrimp because shrimp's pretty easy to figure out when it's done. It turns from gray to pink and then it's done. Mm-hmm. But all a fish, I'm afraid I'm going to overcook it or undercook it or, yeah. I'm just mm. a scaredy cat when it comes to that.
3: That, that doesn't bother me. It's just... The smell of it really.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. a, some of my favorite places there are the ones that are at the top of a building, like Toledo at the top of the new Grandestino Tower, is delightful. It's amazing. They also have a good steak.
1: There.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and they have that beef candle. Do you remember this? A so beef candle. <laughs> if, if you order a specific steak,
3: they oh, bring the you candle. out, yeah. yeah.
2: They bring <laughs> you out what they call their beef candle, and it is just a. They they take a block of beef fat with a wick in it. And they light it and set it down, and you let it melt, and then you pour it over your steak.
3: Yeah, it's just some additional just beef fat, fat. Yeah. over the top of your.
2: <laughs> so
1: beef. decadent. That's really good.
2: It's good.
3: I'm <laughs> you waiting laugh, for that. Good, I'm waiting for those <laughs> Disney candle companies to start making the beef fat. Beef fat. <laughs> <laughs> <candle>. <laughs> you feel just like Ooh, you're in right a mm-hmm. Toledo's good. Topolino's is mm-hmm. really Another good. Top at the top of, of the, the other the new uh, Riviera Hotel. And
2: Topolino's, my favorite thing there is they have an appetizer that is duck gnocchi mm. and oh. I, would, I would beat someone up for this stuff it's so good
3: and if you ever get uh, sat uh, I wish I knew her name but uh, there's a middle aged Italian woman <laughs> that works there that I recommend you switch <laughs> switch was... sections if she serves you we had her <laughs> twice and she's the worst human
2: she was not nice <laughs> <laughs> and when you complain about her to management she gets even worse <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yeah. she worse than the lady at Ohana that knocked me over with a chair that one time
3: guess. <laughs> <laughs> this woman was purposely rude and evasive and yeah just everything you can be but the service the other the food times is really good has too. been amazing and at breakfast they have the characters at
1: Topolino yes
3: now they're, they're coming out and just doing me. a little dance, and since the characters can't do autographs and come hug, they yep. come around and do some performance. Sort of like a restaurant cavalcade. It's still very yeah. cute. I I like in for uh, in restaurant dining. I like the old Ohana. You can't go wrong there with and good meet old a, meat fest meat
2: palooza. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. I like that style of restaurant anyway. It's like the Fogo de Chao or the Tejas mm-hmm. de Brazil places that are those meat on a sword and. Got some funny <laughs> pants spring it around. They don't do the funny pants yeah. at the Ohana version. Yeah. It's But again, more of the Polynesian, the Polynesian version and of their their restaurants.
2: All I love all of the Polynesian's restaurants. Mm-hmm. If you can't get into Ohana, Kona is great for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yes. Yeah. So so good. That I don't go for the the Tonga toast that everybody raves about. You can get that at Captain Cook's too, right? It's the just Tonga uh, toast. Yes.
0: bread. Yeah. With, Crap! In, yeah. so I don't get it. It's yeah, okay. it's a lot. It's too much. It's um, way too much. Uh I was going to mention before, though, since you mentioned Captain Cooks before, on their lunch and dinner menu, they have these Thai coconut meatballs, <gasps> which holy <gasps> oh, crap, yes. guys! Those are so good. I'm dreaming of them right now. Yes, their their Polynesian pork pulled pork sandwich is good, but the coconut meatballs. Oh. Mm. I'm glad you said that. I haven't thought
3: of that since Yummy. That. I only yeah. had it one time.
2: Both Kona and Ohana have this delicious wings chicken wings
3: sticky it's wings with an
2: amazing sticky
0: glaze to
3: mm-hmm.
0: so the honey coriander uh
3: what did it come i forget we've made them before at home and it's incredible mm-hmm. there's something like there's something the, the sticky wing at kona is has, better, um, I think. Yeah, it's stickier than the ones at Ohana. It has this extra glaze. It's made with something in Dr. Pepper. I found a recipe mm-hmm. for it. And mm-hmm. they serve it
2: with a little mustard sauce. That's yeah, they used really
3: to good. It, uh, drizzle that over the top. Mm-hmm. Of, Godly, why do we do this when it's time to eat? I
2: know. I, don't Kona, know. I love Kona <laughs> breakfast too. They have some great um, Hawaiian macadamia inspired
3: pancakes. pancakes are the jam.
2: Pineapple and macadamia nuts on some pancakes.
3: Yeah, you can get that Moco Loco. The mm-hmm.
2: And they rum. have a Samoan Eggs Benedict that's pulled pork instead of ham. Oh, yeah. It's so, so good.
0: I'm assuming I it's could, on some sort of Hawaiian sweet roll. Yeah. And say, oh. I
2: could just happily eat all the time at, at the Polynesian for
0: real.
3: You know, I never stay there, but I eat there a lot. Mm-hmm. I could happily live at the Polynesian. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, Trader Sam's also has great food. Mm-hmm. They're known for their wacky stuff and special Tiki effects drinks. happening inside there. And their amazing drinks, which are great. But they also have really good food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of small the monor- plate stuff. The, the
2: monor- of, the, of the Monorail Loop restaurants, my favorites are probably at Polynesian and Contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, Citricos and Narcooses are good. I like those at, at Grand Floridian. But I, if I had more- to choose... The uh, Citrus is
3: nice. It sits out on the water, and you mm-hmm. can watch the electric whatever that insane boat parade yeah. thing is. What the is it called? Water pageant. Yeah, yeah and just, when there are fireworks, my favorite show on property, you,
2: you can see the fireworks <laughs> there
3: as well. Yeah, yeah, but they're a little bit more just kind of like a uh, uh, standard American. uh mm, exactly. surfing has yeah. really good food and a nice open display kitchen. The decor in there is stuck in 1998. I it really
2: kind of hope they're going to refurb that
3: dan we noticed when we were we went to have a drink at the um enchanted rose bar and across from there are where the restrooms are and that's where the entrance to citrico's and uh victorian alberts is they've built an entirely faux wall with the wallpaper and pictures and everything Everything. you'd never know those two restaurants were even there right now it's weird oh weird! i'm kind of hoping hoping that that they're refurbing, (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) a nice hidden kind of a hidden gem at the contemporary is The Wave. A lot of people forget about that one. Mm-hmm. and it, It's not um, a spectacular theme or anything, really, but the food is great, and they have a wonderful bar
3: in there. Yeah, the bar that's is nice.
2: Yeah.
0: That's the one that's kind of like supposed to be cutting-edge American. Yeah, right? it is you pretty know?
2: good. They have a uh, an off-menu item for, I don't know if it's all day, but for breakfast, they call it bacon and eggs, and it's pork belly mm-hmm. and... It's either polenta or grits, one of the two, mm. and and then a poached egg, and it looks yeah soft fresh really, egg over the really, top, really so you get good. that
3: runny yumminess in there on your pork that sounds belly. Delightful. Yeah. I it's like to good. add a k- little cholesterol over the top of my pork belly.
2: <laughs> Sure, why not? It's, it's great. <laughs>
3: if they just had a beef candle, yeah. you would really set it <laughs> off. It'd be perfect. <laughs> top it off. That's yeah. all we
2: need.
0: <laughs> Guys, are, is, is anybody going to talk about Chef Mickey's at the Knipper? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: fair enough. Yeah, it is, uh, if you recall, I don't know, regionally, but we had Shoney's that used to do a <laughs> uh, buffet. Yeah. It's similar to that quality of food. And And now there's
2: not even any characters right now, (laughs)
3: characters. And now during the end times, there are no characters. So it's done family style and they just bring that slop to your table. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not I mean, it's not the worst in the world, but it had it was definitely aimed for little children. And the variety was all, you know, on the chicken nugget spectrum of things. Mm-hmm. One time, well, never mind. I won't even say, but I had a bad experience there. That <laughs> is not broke, typical of the place, so tooth? I won't bring it up.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about moving over to the Wilderness Lodge in that same sort of area? They have some some great dining there. I think eaten this. at a quick surf there. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, Roaring Fork is good. They yeah, you can get really ch- good. they have a very good waffles for breakfast there.
0: Hmm. I did. Yeah, we ate dinner there one night. We took the boat over from the uh, Polly and. I had a really good big burger. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was. There was like a black and blue
3: or something mm-hmm. like that. It was very good. We went I... to Whispering Canyon just this last week. That is the one right in the, in the lobby. Isn't that the name of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And their whole shtick is that the the servers kind of mess around with you and play with mm-hmm. you. And there's a little less of that. There's some group participation things they aren't doing right now, where if you ask Although for ketchup, did... something wacky happens. Yeah. But...
2: We did get the server who was auditioning for his role and Yeah, he was. I thought Lauren Michaels
3: top. was there casting for SNL because, <laughs> oh no. He really did. He was a little much, but he wasn't <laughs> trying but, too hard. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, but he was, he, you know, he was very friendly and, and uh, yeah. And he wasn't like, it wasn't the Ed DeBevick style rudeness at all. No, they. Was,
0: yeah. wacky antics and don't they, yeah. they have they serve what family style kind of cowboy barbecue type yeah, stuff everything
3: yeah. is family style breakfast is more trad- actually they used to have only one skillet thing that was like all this stuff now they have three yeah. different ones so the one I got had smoked turkey and beef brisket and it was and called the carnivore and, yeah imagine <laughs> that I got the carnivore and then they I asked for a beef candle and they were confused
1: mm-hmm,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I did the heritage which is you know, uh, eggs and Mickey waffles and bacon. More and More traditional
3: sausage. breakfast fare, mm-hmm. but yeah, the dinner is that is comfort food. is chicken thigh and ribs, barbecue and ribs and brisket, uh, corn on and all you know, mm-hmm. very, very good quality stuff. That no, sounds really good. I'd like to eat there. It's someday. very
2: good. <laughs> I, I recommend it for <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's great. No. Artist Point has they that used to be their high, higher end restaurant at Wilderness Lodge, and they've uh, it's not currently open because it is now the Snow White character dining.
3: It's a restaurant that I feel kind of floundered for an identity. They used to be mm-hmm. sort of Pacific Northwest themed. And we ate there six years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. The one is that time where that where they we put went the
2: grass on your steak?
3: Yes. But before <laughs> that, I had the dryer sheet on my yeah. something I ate there. Yeah. So it was real artsy food. And then it sort of floundered a little while and then it shut down for an expansive refurb uh, where they turned it into, it's still called Artist Point but it's mm-hmm. the storybook Storybook Dining, dining mm-hmm. Artist at Point. Artist Point which, you know, of course they love a long title. But <laughs> There's got to mm-hmm. be a colon in there somewhere. It's yeah. Snow White and the uh, Seven Dwarfs and then the People really Queen pretty in there. the best part of there. It's beautifully yeah. themed now and the food they've changed it up a couple of times it's sort of a cross between family style and they do your appetizers or family style. You order your entree, a la carte, and then they bring desserts family style. Good and food the interesting thing about that, a little bit. The interesting thing about the menu there is
0: uh, four of character diming, character dining the food at least the menu when it first came out was a little bit more challenging than you would expect mm-hmm. for people it's, bringing it's, their kids to
2: yeah it still is a, and they bit, dumbed um, it down a yeah, bit a like little bit like we
3: talked about with skipper canteen it's mm-hmm. like people go there's nothing for my little darlings and it seems like rather than add cheaper things they they like to just change the whole thing but it's still mm-hmm. really good it's still far superior to most uh character oh yeah dining the menu meals. looks delicious yeah
2: it is quite good. The setting
3: yeah. in there is awesome, and the way they have the characters come around is great. And then they have in the center of the thing, which is fun because everyone can see it happening. They have um, the evil queen is in there, and you go get your picture taken with her. She and is she, great. It's, a, it's fun just to watch that for an hour.
2: And she makes snarky comments to you, about, and about sometimes if it's it's you, and she'll make snarky comments. Not to the kids, but about little kids. When you're getting mm-hmm. your picture taken with her, and she's yeah, a little she's a little more gentle with the the younger kids, but still, f- really yeah. Funny. The
3: ones we've seen uh, uh, have been great at reading the crowd mm-hmm. and not get, not getting little kids in, too upset. She'll
2: insult the adults if she can tell that you're kind of into that, which is mm-hmm. fun. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all the all the characters circulate through the whole thing. I love it, mm-hmm. and Except the food is her. great. And there's and, and, a Snow White does a little dance and then the queen, mm-hmm. of course, makes fun of her and insults her.
2: Yeah, that's a great, it's a great experience and great food. They have a, a short rib on the menu. That's really yummy. It's so much that's better the than a stupid remember. long rib.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got time for that? That's right.
2: <laughs> I also love um, Geyser Point at the Wilderness Lodge. It's they're wonderful yeah, outdoor. A little
3: off the beaten path because mm-hmm. it's out it's I guess they call it their pool bar. I don't know. It's like an mm-hmm. open pavilion, open air pavilion restaurant and bar.
2: We spent a little time there last week feeding a duck.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sweetest <laughs> baby duck.
2: It was a very nice duck who came around and she, she would just look at you and cock her head. She and would it,
3: turn her head like a puppy yep. does when they're listening to you talk. I would like, really
2: oh. like your fries, but she did not want you to feed her any bread. She wanted yep. your fries.
3: Yeah, she'd look at you like you were crazy if you gave her some bread, but <laughs> give her a fry and she's up. Mm-hmm.
2: They have an interest, the pretty good menu out there. They have uh, crab cakes and there's a salmon sandwich now, I think.
3: Yep. A tur- burgers, turkey, sandwich.
2: turkey sandwich. Turkey sandwich is a lo- for the, on the more accessible and end. It's
3: located between the DVC pool and the main lodge pool, so it services either one of those but you can just get a grab. Normally they have a grab and go window that has the same food too, but that actually closed during these
1: unprecedented
3: (laughs) times. times.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Another one they, they redid over at yacht club was ale. And it's called ale and compass. Now I can't Mm -hmm. remember what it used to be called. Was
3: it Uh, captain's grill? Was that maybe what it was? Yeah. Captain's grill.
2: Yeah. They completely gutted the place and redid it. And it's, really nice restaurant now i love their breakfast there uh, they and i probably are not doing this right now but um they would they had sort of a combined buffet and a la carte situation they had a little mm-hmm. buffet that had um uh charcuterie and pastries and things like that and you could get that along with your yeah, really really good breakfast entrees to too oh yeah i forgot about that
3: yeah, no, but the food there is great now. No. Yeah,
2: no. They, but even without it, they had great breakfast. They had some really good pancakes. Um, They have a waffle that was like a, a chocolate sour cream waffle topped with mascarpone, which is
1: delightful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like
2: dessert for breakfast. Anything else uh, sort of off the beaten path?
3: Well, we went to the place like? uh, Olivia's, which is at Old Key West. Right? Isn't that where that mm-hmm. is? Yep.
2: That's, that's
3: the only that's time, time not I've been to Old Key West. That you hear about was an too amazing often. breakfast. I'd never heard of the place till we went there.
2: Yeah, they have um, Bananas Foster Pancakes mm-hmm. are my favorite there.
0: I could eat that. Yum.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not one that people really <laughs> think <laughs> about. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not one that you really think about. Not many people would go over to Old Key West just for dining, but the food is great there.
3: It's good to pop in. I've never, I've never had break, uh, anything mm-hmm. but breakfast there. The one at uh, the Caribbean Beach is really good too. Sebastian's. It's there's they have their sort of bar area outside, mm-hmm. and then inside is Sebastian's. And that it's I a really never, pretty restaurant. It's a lot easier to get to there to pop in there for dinner mm-hmm. now at the Skyliner. That's one of the main stops, and you can get to. And
2: ironically, to, they have delicious crab cakes.
3: <laughs> yeah feels bad eating that there's (laughs) pictures of sebastian all over the place (laughs) you're eating his cousin
2: he can eat his family (laughs) but it's so good (laughs) have you ever tried um boat rights at riverside
3: No, but i had a client that loved that place it's actually
2: surprisingly really good food i Um, ate in the
0: food court there i can't they have a good food court there too and it's pretty good too
2: you can get over at French Quarter, you can get beignets at the food court. I
0: was just going to bring mm-hmm. that up. Yeah, at the float Floatworks and Food Factory, uh, they have a pretty good <laughs> this looking menu too. Right off the tongue, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes it does. <laughs> Do Unfortunately, they still there's
3: no...
2: have the boozy beignets? Uh, no, have you I don't seen s-
0: those? Yes, I, I don't see that on the menu. They have. Um, you can get them with. Uh, Caramel, strawberry, or chicory mm. coffee ganache. Do they do a flush?
2: Chicory coffee
0: ganache. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's it's like sounds coffee good. chocolate. Yeah. Yes. I think
2: they often will do, which we've talked in the past about the seasonal beignets at Disneyland. I believe they do those at Sasagula as well.
0: Yeah. Weren't the alcoholic ones They give you like a, like a, a
3: pipette and you yeah, inject it, it into the middle of, stuck of them? stuck in
2: your beignet and you squeeze it and all the booze
0: goes yeah. in the
3: middle. Mm. Yeah, yeah that's not on my there favorite anymore things, booze and yeah. donuts
2: <laughs>
1: yeah a boozy donut who's yeah, gonna that's, say no? that's
3: kind of amazing <laughs> yeah. uh
0: yeah but you can also get uh like uh po boys shrimp po boys and mm. gumbo and jambalaya shrimp and get grits there so Yummy. shrimp and grits is among i love shrimp my favorite grits. things in the world they have awesome. a
2: great shrimp and grits at oh. hollywood brown derby but That's in a park. We're talking about resort. I think they had a good shrimp and grits at Sebastian's.
3: I think that's what I had. Mm -hmm. Among other things, I always just order what I want and then eat everybody else's food too. So then I get confused as to what I actually ordered. Uh,
0: Back to the French Quarter Place real quick. Uh, They have a beignet cheeseburger
3: where you can, it's a beignet
0: bun with uh, American cheese, bacon jam, shredded lettuce, uh,
2: Okay, maybe and, and we need burger. to go do some research <laughs> at Riverside when yeah. it opens back up.
3: But is <laughs> that uh, at Riverside or the French, uh, sorry, it's French that one's Quarter? at French Quarter. I've never been yeah. over there. I've stayed at yeah. Riverside a couple of times, but never been at the other one. Yep. It's I, good. It the, the, they
2: have, I like their food court over at French Quarter. And the it's a little bit smaller footprint the whole resort than um the riverside side the riverside
3: is Port sprawling Orleans. we stayed i think 14 miles from where the main dining area was <laughs> and also you get you get Yeehaw bob going over there and the, yeah
2: at the that's true whatever something's dumb roost, bar is, something's roost
0: i can't remember <laughs> the river river, river in, roost river yeah, roost that's, that's what there. it is they've got so many names for things yeah.
2: Another great off the beaten path, and this one is at Coronado, is the Three Bridges Bar and Grill.
3: This yes. is new. Great, great setting. I, we, I, yeah.
2: That's oh, where what? they do. Yeah. I'm sad. I can't say enough yeah.
3: about that place. Yeah. Yeah. upside <laughs> That's was where they say, do Sangria We're having University. We're conference there, but we are not. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. That was two like conference this. places ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> These uncertain times
2: have don't, caused a few don't. changes.
3: Don't jinx us any further. Yeah, it, it sits out in the middle of where well, they used to, the lake there used to be empty and that you had the little, just a lake. you could drive around on. And now they have three bridges that go from each of the parts of the park or of the resort that come over to a central hub where they have an open air bar and restaurant there. That's beautiful to sit out there. Even when it's just hot as hell outside, there's a nice breeze with the water and everything mm-hmm. open air. It's a good spot to sit and good food. And they have a cool, cold Really nice fire. Bar.
2: It looks like an open pit fireplace, mm-hmm. but when you you can stick your hand in it, because it's actually just lighting and it's mist. It's water
3: vapor that kind <laughs> yeah. of Ooh, goes fancy. In lighting.
2: It's very cool.
3: <laughs> the dog is going crazy. I keep having to mute. <laughs> yeah, that's what dogs do. Uh,
0: well, do you guys have any other hidden gems uh, that you want to cover real quick? Nothing else that I we did get them to? all on
2: my list. Just every resort you go to at the Walt Disney World property.
0: From
3: you can find something good to there's eat. there's a lot of, just mm-hmm. so much variety, and yeah, I tend could, to do a lot more resort uh, dining than park dining because it's I like I get hot and want to go take a break anyway, and mm-hmm. particularly if you're at Magic Kingdom because you can go drinking at resorts.
2: You could take an entire foodie trip that you didn't even set foot in a park, just Mm -hmm. delicious drinking and dining at the resorts, and it would be a great vacation.
3: That sounds like a a really good idea, actually. Chico, oh, I love Chico. They have some
2: delightful mac and cheese at Chico that they serve with a delicious steak
3: and a beef candle.
2: Yeah, Everywhere
3: <laughs> is going to have the beef retro. candle. If we keep beef saying candles, it, we're going to be The dictated. Beef Candle
2: by Jeff Williams.
3: <laughs> it's like Lumiere. He's a character, but he's made yeah. it he's like, whoa, just a globby <laughs> beef fat candle.
0: <laughs> oh, there's a t-shirt for this, it miss. <laughs>
1: yes, it's coming. <laughs>
3: beef, our guest. <laughs> Oh, 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 I love you. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. I got to write that down. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to stuff yourself silly with all the great food Walt Disney World has to offer or explore or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a cool-pack KF8 cold front 10x14 walk-in cooler with a Performer (laughs) Advantage stainless steel door and a cool bot temperature control system full of expert travel planners. And they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend the Theme Park Professor for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates on our show at www.goldkeyadventures.com. And brand new, if you want to leave us a voice message uh, and don't want to have to call up our phone number—that's hard to remember—you can go right to our website. And there's a little picture of a microphone at the bottom of the page. You just Ooh. click that, and you can read. Fancy. Yeah, you can record a voice message right from your phone or computer. So, leave us a leave us a question or a tip or a review, and we'd love to hear from just you. Just the tips, just the tips. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Don't go to flows. Never. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.
2: Nobody said dick this week, but Jeff did mention pubic hair, so... (laughs) Maybe the same thing?
0: Yeah. Uh, Pleasure gardens. (laughs) Yeah, pleasure (laughs) gardens. Talk about beating around the bush.